0: We are on Kufchov Aleph 122A, the very last Mishnah, and we will be completing the Mesachasivamos. The Mishnah is a continuation of the previous Mishnah. The previous Mishnah mentioned the position of Rabbi Kiva. The Rabbi Kiva held that even if we believe one aid, one witness to say that the husband died, we do not believe women or um, relatives or servants. Slaves, and we have the following story. Amrlo Ma'isa. They, they told Rabbi Kiva. again. We had in the in the previous Mishnah and in the Gemara uh, that uh, that was only according to Rabbi Akiva before they established that you could trust one witness and also uh, women. Uh, but and so Rabbi Kiva was talking about before they established this. That he said that the one witness was limited. Uh, to only men uh, but after they established uh, the law so then include, Rabbi Kiva agrees that it included men so this is also about prior to that and it says the, the rabbis the majority said to Rabbi Kiva that there was a story of the of people who were Levi'im uh, from the tribe of Levi um, they went to a city the and one of them got sick one of the group got sick so they went to an inn when they returned they went to the I guess the owner of this inn where's our friend and so she responded back to them I buried him he died and I buried him based on that that was sufficient evidence to allow his wife to get married now we will see in the Gemara that the story is not as simple as it says in the Mishnah it's really a case where they came back, and she was crying. She initiated the crying, uh, so maybe this is a case of Mesiach lefitumo. This is a case where uh, it's just uh, by conversation. She's not saying this uh, to notify them so that the wife could remarry. She's not responding to them. She initiated, so it's a bit of an in between and gray area. Uh, but uh, they allowed it. They allowed her to remarry. And so And so the the rabbis, the majority, they say to Kiva, I don't understand. Uh, uh, if, we, if we trust her, this innkeeper uh, So then certainly we should trust any any person If she's a Bas Kohen If she's the daughter of a Kohen uh, So then we should trust her as well We should trust all women So keep responds back keep yeah. responds back essentially That yeah, we would trust other women as well If they acted just like this innkeeper uh, this innkeeper, as we'll see, the Gemara will elaborate, was Misiach was, Lefitumah, was just within conversation. And the proof is that she started bringing out all of his stuff. She brought out his his stick and his, the Sefer Torah that he had with him, the Torah scroll that he had with him. Basically, you know, bringing out all of, all of, the, all of his possessions. So it's all part of the, just the conversation itself. So to that, Rabbi Keep agrees that we could trust women. ...and believe women to say that, uh, that the person died. It's only within the context of edus, within the context of testimony... ...that Rabbi Kiva said at some point... ...again, he changed his mind... ...but he said at some point that women would not be believed. So the Gemara elaborates... My at the Puntikis. ...what exactly, why is this not regular testimony? Amr of Kahana... ...we're now on of and Bez, 122b... ...Kahana says... ...she was not Jewish... And she was just talking in conversation. Is that Is that Is that She was saying this is his stick. This is where he was buried. Similarly, it's taught by Abba, the son of Rav Minyomi, the son of Chia, that Pundakis uh, Ovetis Kokhov Mahisa. We're talking about an innkeeper who wasn't Jewish. She's just the only way she's believed is in conversation. Uh, she's not doing this. Thinking about any ramifications. And she was saying, um, So th- she was pointing out all, all of his possessions. So the Gemara asks, I understand. The Mishnah says that they asked her, Where is he? So it's not just a conversation that she's bringing up, they initiated. So the Gemara answers, No. No, she really initiated. So this is a little bit of a gray area. How did she initiate? They came back to the inn, and she was crying. So they asked her, what's going on here? Why are you crying? Where's our friend? And so then that's when she responds by saying that the, that their friend died, and so she buried him. Um, and so we, we trust her. Uh, so according to the majority, uh, the Rabbanon, we trust her not because she was uh was too she was uh Involved in, in the uh, in the conversation, but uh, and she was just within a conversation. But it's because we accept the testimony of of women. According to Rabbi Kiva, we only trusted her because she was misiel too much She initiated this conversation, and it had nothing to do with testifying, nothing to do with proving that the hu- that the husband died. It was just they asked her about the fact why she's crying, and so therefore you cannot bring a proof from there. Says Rabbi Kiva to the fact that uh, this would be sufficient evidence. Uh, to say that uh, we trust we trust women as witnesses. And so that's that's ultimately the dispute. Is this really believed? Everybody reads she's believed. The question is why? Is it because she's believed because women are believed or is she believed because she's just uh, discussing uh, she's just in the middle of a conversation or they're responding to her crying and that's why she's believed. Um, and so and so therefore that's the dispute between the Rabbanan and Rabbi Kiva, between the majority and Rabbi Kiva as to whether or not this is sufficient proof to say that women in general are believed. Okay? Uh, so that is, that is that discussion. It is taught in the price of the following story. There was a person who wanted to testify about uh, somebody else who died in front of Rabbi Tarfon. He said, How do you know that the husband died? So he said as follows The two of us We were traveling We were both traveling And there was like a, a group of, uh, of uh, Bandits who were running after us And I was able to save myself I was able to sort of make Some sort of stick out of it And scare them off But he died And so Rabbi Tarfin responds back Rabbi Tarfin says back to them yes he says Aryeh a lion you're a strong good for you you're 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 a strong person you're a warrior uh good for you for for fending them off and he says back to me I'm me nine dish he says how do you know my name is Aryeh that's my name my name is Aryeh Lion that's what they call me in my city this is what they call me in my town, Yochanan, the son of Rabbi son, the lion, who is uh, from the village of Shechi. So, liyamim, a couple of days later, Chala, this person, this warrior, started got sick from maze and he died. Nobody knows really who he is. They're trying to figure out who he was. Uh, Rabbi Tarfon called him a lion just to to express the fact that he's a warrior. Yeah, the guy responded that yeah, that's what they call me. But and then he died. In a place where nobody really recognized him. And Rabbi Tarvin said, you see, Rabbi Tarvin That, and Rabbi Tarvin said, that would be sufficient evidence to identify the person. He told us his name. So that's good enough. And his wife could remarry. So the Gemara asks, I don't understand, Rabbi Tarvin Rabbi doesn't require further analysis of the situation. doesn't require making sure that what he said was accurate. Uh, and, uh, getting everything, everything down to make sure all the details are accurate. Vatanya but don't we have a Brais uh Maiza Bad Makabalove in the Reberphone. Same exact case. A person came in front of a terraphone, Laheyducisha to testify that somebody died. And he said, Amrla Beni Heyha Dzu. How do you know that this person died? So Amrlo he said back to Reberphone, and Nibuhay Hokmadar. We were travelling on the road, Verrat of Gaias, really sorry, it was really uh soldiers were running after them. And Um and they're traveling, and they tore off sort of this uh, olive branch, and they had a, had a stick to defend themselves. And the enemy, the soldiers, ran away. And Rabbi Tarfon said, Amartilo, Yashiko are arey." Rabbi Tarifin said, "It's the same story." And uh, Rabbi Tarfon said, "Good for you." And what happens? Lee, he says, uh, "Good for you for uh, you lion, you you uh, uh, you warrior." So he says to me, "Yafekamantelishmi." You got my name right. This is what they call me in my city. They call me Yochanan, the son of Yonasan, the Ari, the lion, who comes from the village of of A couple of days later, he died. It's the same exact story, but it's a little different. So Amr So then Rabbi Tarfon, I guess before he died, he was testing him, and he says, Loka Didn't you tell me your name is Yochanan ben Yonasan, the Mechaper Shichy Ari?" Didn't you tell me that you're Yohanan, the son of Yonasan? But he, he he changes it a little bit. He's trying to trick him a little bit. He first mentions the, the village, and then he says that he's a lion. So he flips the words around to see if he's going to respond by correcting it. He says, I'm from the village of Shichi, and they call me a lion. So he's trying to test him. He's tricking him. He responds back, Lo. He says, that's not what I told you. I told you, I'm Yohanan ben Yonasan Aryeh. Yochanan, the son of Yonasson, the Aryeh, the lion, Dimikvar Shifi, who's from the village of Shifi. So, he checked it out two or three times. Rabbi Tarfon wanted to make sure. We and we saw that he was accurate. He was precise. is Ishto, and Rabbi Tarfon uh, allowed, after he passed away, he allowed his wife to remarry. It was sufficient uh, sufficient proof. But the point is, is that we have two prices. We have two sources. Of the same exact story. In one story, Rebbe does not require to make sure that everything he's saying is accurate to identify him as the right person. In the second, he does require it. So, what is it? So, the Gemara says, this is a dispute. Tanaihi. This is a dispute amongst the Tanaiim from the times of the Mishnah. Because we have an a the same time as the Mishnah. Rabbi Kiva says, we don't require checking, we don't require looking into the matter. It's not necessary. Uh, We trust them. And and not just we trust them, but uh, we don't require looking into the matter. It's not necessary. Rabbi Tarfin Omer, no, we do have to check it. Rabbi Tarfin says we do have to check it. What are they arguing about? Why do you say you do have to check it? Why do you say you don't have to check it? They argue about the Rabbi Hanina. Rabbi Hanina says as follows. When it comes to court cases... Whether on a biblical level, whether it's a monetary issue, whether it's a uh, it's, a, it's a capital crime, uh, whether it's a criminal issue, we require or we require analyzing to make sure that they're accurate in their words, that they have all the details accurate, because the verse says, The verse connects uh, uh, capital crimes and uh, criminal crimes with Monetary issues because it says It's one mishpat, it's one one judgment They have the same rules, the same rules apply So why is it Why is it that the rabbis Said no When it comes to monetary issues It's not required, when it comes to loans It's not required They said that it's not required Because people Started uh, Preventing, they, they started Not giving out loans because they were afraid That they were going to go to court, court was going to uh, the judges were going to uh, be analyzing every word that they're saying. So they said, "Forget it. There's no point in giving out loans." So because of that concern, the rabbi said, "You know what? Even though on a biblical level um, we require it, on a rabbinic level, we're going to say we're going to override it based on hefker, based on hefker, based on a principle that the rabbis are really in charge of the of the monetary issues, and they could decide where the money goes. And we're going to say you don't require it anymore." So in our case here, when it's discussing. The death of a husband. What's the story? Do we require this, uh, this, this, uh, uh, a type of analysis where we want to make sure everything's right or not? So, Rabbi mm-hmm. Kiva said that we don't require it because he says that one of the ramifications of of the death of the husband is the ksuba, is the fact that the wife receives her ksuba, the money that the husband promised her. That's a monetary issue. Monetary issues. We just said on a rabbinic level, or the rabbi said that in the end of the day, we don't require drishah We don't require this type of analysis. Umar savar, however, Rabbi Tarfon holds. In the end of the day, it's also another ramification is that the husband could remarry uh, the wife could remarry. The husband dies, the wife could remarry. That is like a uh, that 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 could, that that could be a life and death issue. It could be adultery. If they're wrong about this, it could end up leading to adultery, and so therefore, we do require We do require uh, this type of of analysis to make sure that what they say is accurate. So that's that's the dispute between the two, and that's the end. That's the end of the gemara. So just to, to review, the gemara had a few stories. One story was the story of this innkeeper, where this innkeeper was crying, and then uh, they ask her what's going on, and so she says uh, that the hus- that this person died. Uh, it's just interesting to note, in terms of that case, we don't require digging up the grave to see who it is, that we don't require. Um, maybe it was more than three days later, potentially, and so it wouldn't help anyways. Uh, and then we have the second story of how to identify a person, uh, because he came to some new town, nobody knew who he was, he said his name, uh, do we require, to make to really making sure that this is the person's name, he passed away shortly thereafter, uh, how much is required in order to identify the person to allow his wife to remarry? Okay? One last line and then we finish the entire Masechta of Yevamos. Here we go. Amar um, Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Rebbe Chanina says Talmideh Chacham Marbim Shalom Ba'olam Torah scholars they increase peace in the world. Shenemar as the verse says V'chol B'naiach Limud Hashem V'rav Shalom uh, The verse says that uh, uh, in other Masechtas and other practices it says B'naiach E'la that they build peace that Torah scholars build peace. And this is in fact found in four different tractates. The ending for four different tractates, <coughs> excuse me, the Arach Laner, one of the commentators, points out and says that it's because it's there to reflect four different types of peace. There is peace between a person and God. And that, that is why it's found in the end of Brachos, the end of the tractate of Brachos, which has to do with the blessing that we say with God. This tractate, Yevamos, is between us and other people that it's all about how do we relate to each other with Yibam and Chalitza, uh, with the brother-in-law. So it's about peace between each other. It's a found in the end of Nazir, which is about peace between husband and wife. And it's found in the end of Chrysos, which is peace between a person's soul and his body, whether or not the soul is cut off from the body. And so Torah scholars increase the the Shalom. Um, there are those who say that it's not that the Torah scholars increase the Shalom, but it's definitional, that in order to be a Torah scholar, you by definition you have to be somebody who, who increases peace, without increasing peace, so then you're not really a Torah scholar, it's not, uh, you're, not somebody, you're not somebody who's a Torah scholar, others say that it causes inner peace, that somebody who's a Torah scholar, they're living with a mission in life, with the truest and, and greatest of missions of life, and so they have inner peace, uh, they themselves have inner peace for, by being uh, Torah scholars. Allah, Haisha We shall return to you this, this chapter of of Sleekullah, Yevamos. And we have completed this tractate of Yevamos. mazel tov, tov to everybody as we complete this journey of Yevamos of over two years. And we look forward to returning to Yevamos. And also we look forward to beginning Mesachos Khzubis, the tractate of Tubas which we will begin next week. Week. Mazel tov everybody.